Well, hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today is episode number two, part D, review. All right, so upon uh, reflection of this last week's episode and listening to it again, a couple things. Uh, one, uh, I was listening to it in my truck as I, was, as I was driving, and that's actually not a good way to do it. I need, actually need to have like a pen and a piece of paper because at this point in sort of the nascent uh, beginnings of this podcast, there are a lot of things that need to be fixed. And so I can't remember them all. And so I need to put them down in a piece of paper and write them as I think about them. So I can't be telling everyone, hey, uh, let's do working papers and then myself try to do everything from my head. So that's issue number one, just mechanically. Uh, I need to make sure that when I review the episode, I do it with a pen and paper and not try to do it with just from memory. Um, so I began the episode uh, this week saying, I'll never tell you what to do and I'll merely make suggestions and that's wrong, okay? Uh, I will tell you what to do with regards to the strategies and tactics of clear the field. And if it's, you choose if you want to follow that or not, but uh, one thing about it is we can't be wishy-washy about this and I'm just gonna tell you, this is what works in my experience. This is what doesn't work. Here are some pitfalls that you can uh, watch out for and here are some landmines that I've uh, stepped on for you that you don't need to do that, so try to avoid them. So I will actually tell you things to do. Uh, you can choose to do them or not, but I was a little wishy-washy there, so just kind of cleaning that up a bit. I have a lot of hobby horses. That's what Tom Hopkins calls when you say, uh, ah, or what, and I've discovered that mine are so, ah, okay, whatever, anyway, all right? That's a lot of them. So, ah, okay, whatever, anyway. I'm gonna make a song out of it. Uh, so I'm gonna try, ah, uh, there's an ah right there. I'm gonna try to get off these hobby horses and that's gonna take some time. Uh, okay, so my sign off, as a logistical area, my sign off, I'm still working on that. And uh, the, the sort of catchphrase sign off, there's a couple different versions of it. There's a story behind it. And I'm going to slightly modify it today. One day, maybe I'll tell you the story. But it was uh, that sign off sort of came to me in an unusual way. Uh, and we'll go over that one day in the future. As an add-on for content, with regards to multitasking, that portion I was talking about, how multitaskers all think they're good, but they're actually terrible at it, and multitasking is bad for you. Multitasking actually cause a lot, a lot, causes a lot more of interruptions because people are trying to do multiple things at once. And there's a productivity fact that there was a study that was done of multitaskers, and they actually spent a third of their day sort of getting re-engaged into their tasks after either switching or being interrupted. So I want you to think about that. 33% of your time is as a result of trying to get back in the flow of something that you're doing. And we all know this. Have you ever been in writing a project or, or doing something and you're really in the flow and then somebody barges into your office and screams at you about something or yells at you or just says, hey, have you tried the new place down the street? And you're like, mm, okay. And then you have a conversation with them. You usher them out of the office and then you, it takes you, a, a, you know, like I think it's like 27 minutes to get back in the flow of where you were. I think that's the stat, but we spend a third of our day, uh, a third of our day getting back in the flow to be productive. So you can just increase your productivity 30% by one, really focusing on your environment. Remember it's skill set, mindset, and environment. If you can focus on your environment to reduce distractions, you just increase productivity just by doing that, you don't even have to work harder because it's work to re-engage. And then two, stop multitasking because you create more interruptions for yourself. 
All right. So I was thinking also about bumper music for the podcast. Uh, there was some, there's a cool song called January Wedding. And I don't know, I just like it. So I don't know if it's appropriate for bumper music, but it made me think I wanted to get some music in here that requires a little technical, uh, a little technical attention. So I haven't done that yet, but I, I'm engaging my brain about some bumper music. My radio show that I had for a year, I had uh, a Johnny Cash song, which I'm a huge fan of Johnny Cash. But I kind of want to do something different for this podcast. So I'm putting that out in the universe so my brain starts to look out for things like that. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll get some bumper music in here eventually. Uh, I feel like there was a good mix of sort of content, tactical strategy, and then sort of my digression humor. Sometimes I go off on little tangents that are kind of amusing to me. And I thought it was a pretty good mix. Uh, I, but I need to be more structured because this is sort of like a James Joyce portrait of an artist stream of consciousness situation with a lot of this so far. So uh, there's a there's a structure that I'm thinking about implying for this next episode uh, so that, you know, we have the structure of the uh, reset, reframe, restart, review for episodes A, B, C, and D. That That's working pretty well. But then within each podcast episode itself, it's a little, uh, it's a little squirrely stream of consciousness. So I'm, I'm toying with a couple different uh, ways to, to organize, to organize it. So that's sort of uh, a review, a review issue. I think is going to have to happen. Otherwise, it's just going to be, it's going to, it's not going to be a lot of um, consistency and the quality of the podcast if I don't do it that way. And it will require a little bit of thought versus me just turning on, turning on the, uh, the microphone or or telephone and riffing from there, uh, and then. Other than that, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I mean, for a first this episode for the first podcast, I thought was pretty good. the The intro podcast wasn't that great for episode one because uh, I was kind of I don't know. I felt I didn't quite have my moorings. Plus, I had just become up being sick. You can hear it in my voice. And it's funny. The same thing happened with my radio show. I had this introduction, uh, this introduction show that I was I was I was a little melodramatic with it. Like I was like, hey. Um, there's some more hobby horses, man. I got to get a Toastmasters bell and just ring it for myself or have a light that goes on every time I do it somehow. That'd be a good app, uh, a hobby horse speech app that a light goes off every single time you use a words like, ah, uh, or, um, or whatever, or all, or anyway, all okay. Ah, uh, okay. Anywhere. So whatever, uh, that's kind of an interesting song. Maybe I'll teach it to my daughter and she can sing it to me over and over again to remind me not to do that. So, oh, there it is again. My transis my transitions from episode to episode need work, as do my sentences and paragraphs with these hobby horses. So, back to my radio show. I did a my very first episode that I did was it, I had a melodramatic. I'm going to. I think it was a speech like this. I'm going to make mistakes, and I ask that when I make a mistake, that you give me some leeway because I have only the best interests of the show and you in mind. Uh, yeah, that was silly. So I kind of didn't do I kind of did that a little bit for the first week and I really enjoyed this week where I just turned on the microphone and started talking about things I care about and about concepts that intrigue me versus trying to lay the groundwork for a year long project uh, 90 day you know challenge where we're going to review 30 60 90 and then obviously at the end of every week. So uh, that's sort of the review for episode two, The Grand Gesture. I really enjoyed this episode actually because I think The Grand Gesture as a concept is one that a lot of people fall prey to. And by a lot of people, it's probably just me, but because I think everyone thinks like I do, uh, I think everyone must have a grand gesture problem. But I see it actually in my clients 
you know, I see it when, you know, sort of my legal clients and they want to try to get an expungement and they think that they're just the act of the expungement and getting their record cleaned is going to change their life. And it's not. And so that's one of the reasons for the clear the field class that couples with some of my expungement clients is to start teaching them these concepts, teaching them the process so that they can get some new skill sets with the actual sort of, uh, legal moving papers and so that when they do get their record clean that they can move forward with a new skill sets and mindset so that's why uh, you know this whole podcast was born that's why we explore some of these issues and the grand gesture actually is something that uh, is easily avoided if you just know about it you know the act of naming something uh, it, it makes it real and if you you know you can keep doing behaviors and things that don't help you and if you don't name them or there's no language for them, you'll keep doing them because you can't improve upon them. But once you name something as a concept and you start to get it, then there's a much higher probability that you'll actually start to make assessments about what you're doing. So that's another, if the only thing that you ever get from this podcast is that some of these things exist, that will force you to categorize them and start thinking about them. So I, I really enjoyed this. This It's the first content podcast of the week. And uh, I know I have a lot to work on as, as this review session goes for, you know, emphasizes and, and my other review sessions as well. But I'm excited about it because, you know, the review process as we go forward will just make it better. And that's how you know, you're going to you're going to suck at something when you far, first start to do it on anything. And you have to accept that, you know, you're the, the court jester before you can become the king for sure. You're a fool before you can master anything. And if you accept that, you can get through the mistakes faster and then not beat yourself up about it. So that was a good review, good episode this week. And I'm excited to go on to episode three. So that concludes episode two, section D, the review section. Wade Skalski signing off. And just remember, there is no end if you stay on the path. <laughs>